The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match review of Leeds United 5. Newcastle two, so yeah. they can fuck back off up to the northeast, and we can um, uh, overtake them in the league. My name's Adonis. You know me as the Adelites on Twitter. And joining us to discuss this fucking fantastic victory is uh, Mr. Michael Cook. You know him as Cookie or at Michael Onions. Fucking get in. Uh, chairman of the board, <laughs> uh, Mr. Stephen Wignall, Wiggy. Good evening. And uh, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I need a better nickname for you, mate. Wardy. It's got to be Wardy, on it? Wardy. Wardy. Yeah, Wardy. Lamsard, whatever you want, mate. Warden of the North. <laughs> right then. 5 2. Yeah. Let's get into Wardenator. it. Wardenator. That's a good one. I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. <laughs> you pissed off, Wiggy. That we're like two in against that shy. <laughs> They're terrible, mm-hmm. aren't they? Like, how do you like two in against that shit? Like, really? But I, like, I'll, I'll calm down. I'll let the other lads speak. Two against that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stuff. Oh, well, I mean, I saw an advertisement for where Newcastle play football a few years ago when they were trying to get walking football on the up for old folk. Barely fucking run, do they? I mean, we shouldn't have conceded too. They made it. They made it really. They made it really easy for us, and we made it really fucking hard for ourselves. <laughs> Standard. Yeah, it were, it were it were hairy. It were hairy at points, wasn't it? And uh, and like when Cooper took him out, you think that's a penalty all day long, and uh, and we got away with that one, and then uh, and then we took it up a gear. And then another gear, and then up to fifth gear, and we got five. Hey! hey. <laughs> so I was just, I was just going to say, it's a lot more like ourselves, um, and we, we really fucking needed that, didn't we? There's a lot of people starting to get a bit shaky. You know, teams in the bottom, bottom four, five, starting to pick up some wins. We, we really did need that today, and, and as well, I thought it was a lot more like us performance-wise. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was well needed. Everyone can cool the fuck down now and just enjoy that. And I know I know loads of Newcastle fans, so I'm going to be rubbing that shit in. What were your thoughts? My thoughts? Oh, thanks, Wiggy. Yeah. Yeah, do you know? Does yeah. no one ever ask you that? <laughs> you? Fuck Donny. <laughs> Does everyone just leave just you to tell everyone this? Hey, look, I'll be the answer to your deck. Go on. Give us your thoughts. <laughs> I, think, I think we're all going into it a little bit apprehensive because the West Ham performance was so poor. And this is the leads we know. This was, we were back. And even though we, we were 1-0 down, um, even though it was it was sort of nervy at halftime and it could have gone either way, I, I didn't care because we had our leads back. We had a performance, you know, the, the free-flowing attacking football, the attempts on target. It was, it was such a relief to see that because as long as we keep, banging on the door we're gonna get goals and and it was gonna happen sooner or later that we were gonna fucking annihilate a team at some point 100 um, percent, yeah and it's a 
good job we got the goals because, as you say, Wiggy, they should have. They had two goals, and they should have had a third. Really, they, that was definitely a penalty. Yeah, I mean, did you see? Did you see the stat around them? Um, there's been five games this season with 25 um, shots or more on target, and three of those have been leads against Villa, against Arsenal, and tonight. Mm. I mean, it just shows that going forwards, if we can be efficient and score, we don't have to fear anybody. Um, it's just it's just scoring more than we fucking can see ourselves. Yeah. That's who we have to fear. Yeah, even when you've got yeah. Mr. Reliable Calvin Phillips, who thought, Do you know what, I feel so sorry for Newcastle and their shit football. I'm going to pass a corner straight to him to give him a chance. <laughs> Do you know what, though, as well? And this is true, like, of this season. I'm not being funny. Last season, Patrick Bamford would have headed that over the bar and would have all gone <laughs> fucking mad. No, no, Nishara. The guy. Is England's number nine tonight? I'm telling you. He's better than Harry Kane. I'm <laughs> going there. Bamford tonight is, is continuing to impress me. I know he's scored so many goals this season, but he's still continuing to impress me. His, his hold-up play, he was strong today, his defensive work, he's just all round, he's just getting better and better and better. And I absolutely love to see it because I've always supported him and I absolutely love him. And to, was it his eighth goal was tonight? Was it eighth? Ninth. Ninth, Ninth. What really sort of summed it up for me, Sam, was that part where I think it was still a pretty close game and he must have run back 50 yards and put a sliding tackle in and got the possession back. And he's just so much more than your average striker. And and we've all given him a fair bit of grief over time, but um, he's really come good this season so far. I thought another good thing about tonight was um, the, the goals coming from all over the pitch. It wasn't just Bamford again tonight. There was five different goal scorers. I think that's important as well because we've been saying for a little while that more people need to start chipping in and um, some cracking goals in there as well. And it was just a shame Rafinha, you could see he was desperate, desperate to get a goal. And you, you could see he was really, really frustrated when he was not hitting the target or he was just hitting it at the keeper. But yeah, I think it was great that we've got more than just Bamford scoring tonight. That's a, that's a real positive. Patrick Bamford, most goals from open play in the league. Is, is that right? Yeah, unreal. Out of any Premier League team, yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? You talk about England's number nine. What about England's number seven with, or 11? Jackie... Haradona creasing it upfield and absolutely spanking in goal of the season contender. I mean, I get where you're Jesus. coming from, Donny, but can we just can we just at least acknowledge that as much as I love the fact he had a much better second half, got a great assist and a great goal. But at first half, none of us would have fucking complained if it had been taken I off. Complained. I would have complained. No. I, I fucking you? wouldn't. No, I, I fully was chat. expecting him off. In the chat, I was saying to you, why are you talking about substitutions? And you're all going, oh, I wouldn't have done it, I wouldn't have done it at half time. Because they were wanking for the shit. It wasn't very good first half, I've got to say. But I wasn't I wouldn't expect him to be take off half time, but I was thinking maybe 60, 70 in yeah. he was coming off. But he seemed to grow into that game, definitely. And I'm glad he didn't get taken off. But I was, yeah, what's yeah, great I was is, frustrated with him set first half. Yeah. It should really build his confidence now, because he's clearly a very Yeah confidence yeah. player I was really glad he did the post-match interview on the telly as well to sort of really build him up in terms of what a great game he had I'm hoping he goes on a good run and absolutely fucking smashes the likes of Wan Bissaka at scum now Cookie I was delighted at that because I don't think his nose is broken and his face still looks fine so I'm happy with that one <laughs> we're going to get Wiggy creaming over Jackie as much as Barney creams over Calvin yeah <laughs> totally different can reasons can I just, can I just say by the way how 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 ugly are Newcastle 
how ugly are Newcastle as a team, as a manager? <laughs> they were thin in my eyes. Every single one of their players, I'm looking at them like, Jesus, man, what has happened? And then you just look at how beautiful stallions of players and you look at Bielsa as a beautiful man. And then they were just defending my eyes all night, man. I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I mean, this has gone kind of weird, but I'm totally with you. <laughs> <laughs> that drilled-in cross uh, was probably the best cross I've, I've seen him I've seen him make and that diving header from Rodrigo and I just there's something so lovable about Rodrigo he's like a little puppy and you just want him to uh, he, is, he looks a bit like a lizard but he, he his personality <laughs> is a puppy and you just want him to do so well and it was just pinpoint header he just has a level of a level of class some players don't have don't they like he, you can see where yeah. he's played and his capability had I love watching him. His movement is so clever. His little touches. I, I don't think he's back to where he was pre-COVID yet, but I thought that was his best game since no. he's come back. Um, and he's just hes just very, very clever. Just doesn't look like he's quite as fit as he was pre-COVID yet, but I'm sure he'll get back there. So we were worried about Pablo. I was. I thought Pablo and Bielsa had, had broken up the bromance and there were rumours about Pablo going off to... Huddersfield on the square ball podcast. Yeah. And I was thinking, where's all this come from? Probably Wacko. And you know what that fucking <laughs> website is like. So Pablo comes on the 82nd minute. 85th minute, took him three minutes to get an assist. And then three <laughs> minutes later, he got another assist. So thank you very much. I, I think they're friends. I think they're back friends. Yes. Yes, please. We, we, can, we, can, we can be happy that they are friends again. And the last... The world is back to normal. Back so glad because I love him. And Jesus, yeah. our friends. Love he added a bit of solidity so as well. He added a bit of experience and, you know, a bit of sort of, yeah, just a bit. We looked up our side with him and he's just got them two assists in his bag as well. It's yeah. just such a good substitution at the right time as well. Mm. If you look at that goal, he just gets his head up. He picks out the right player of five, six, seven, however many were there. Mm. And he picks out the right pass to the right player to make sure the goal is scored. He had many options mm. and he just showed how clever he is as an experienced player. That he, For me, he's the sort of player now that needs to come off the bench as an impact player. Mm. I wouldn't start Pablo um, unless we've got injuries. I think he needs to come on when he came on at the right time. Uh, to really influence the game one way or the other. I've never yeah, heard sorry. anyone suggest Alioski as the right man to finish off a final third move. <laughs> like, I'm Alioski's, I am not his fan at all. I do not think he's good enough for this level. However, that was a class finish and uh, and he, he's got a finish in him and I'll give him that. I just don't think he can defend. One-on-one, uh, on one. he's, he's quite reliable. Um, it doesn't happen that often when the the, the the opposition are so stretched that we've got enough space to to create, to play those balls in, to create those chances where you've got a lad like Alioski mad as a hatter running in at the back stick and um, picking it up. But give him his due. When there's only the keeper in front of him, he puts it away. He was probably making wild noises that made the keeper jump the wrong way. <laughs> You can imagine it, can't you? And it goes like it's just the most bizarre thing ever in football. But he's ours, and you've got to love him. Did you know that Pablo is the second oldest player ever to get two assists in a Premier League game? And if you did know that, do you know who the oldest was and who he played for? 
Strachan. Gordon Strachan with two for us. Well, well, well. And and Padler is the new Gordon Strachan, so that makes complete sense. Absolutely. World goes, it goes circle, full circle. I'm it? so fucking glad that Pablo is back, honestly. Me too. Um, three... I, I, I think that Pablo is better than Strachan just on the basis that he ain't Scottish. And there you go. I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> I've put it out there. <laughs> So for our Scottish Ooh. viewers out there, you think he says go fuck yourself? Put that on your podcast. How many Scottish listeners have you got, Donny? How many Scottish? How many How many bottles are you in, Wiggy? Fuck you now. <laughs> this is, this is no bottles in. I get worse yeah. as more bottles go on. Right, this is yeah, no yeah. bottles in. You've already got the whole of Scotland on your back. <laughs> Oh, Here's his fucking wicked cunt. Did you hear him? <laughs> you better make sure you put his Twitter handle on the fucking edit. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm just joking. I love our Scottish friends. Oh, it's too late now. It's too late now. You've said it now. Too late. So, uh, man of the match then? I know mine. If people aren't sure, I'm just going to go in for it then. Rafinha. Go um, I just thought that Rafinha brings a level of class, that ball to Harrison, as much as it was slightly overhit and his great touch. You could give it to Harrison, but I thought Rafinha was just consistently brilliant first and second half, just creates goals. His movement is fantastic. His touch is brilliant. For me, he just contributed to the all-round play of the team, and I think without him, we don't look as good in the final third. I think he's a great acquisition, and uh, yeah, Rafinha for me. Sorry, I'd probably go... Rodrigo, sorry, I was just say I'd, I'd probably go uh, Rodrigo myself. I think he proved again tonight why we spent so much money on him. Um, he just brings that class above, um, coming in deep, even on the wings with the cross. I think, yeah, I think without him, we look a lot weaker side. Um, and like we said before, he's not his usual self, but... I think he's getting better every week and then he'll just get find that level again and then just become consistent at that level. But yeah, Rodrigo for me, I think he was absolutely brilliant today. So either two or them, but I think uh, for me, Harrison, I think his goal at the end was absolutely class. I think the uh, the way he took the ball down for Rodrigo's goal and, and put it in was phenomenal. Uh, I thought he had a really good game. I think he'll grow in confidence from that, hopefully. Um, it could be any of the two the guys have mentioned, but I'm sticking with Harrison. What about you? Um, well, I did think that if we needed it, um, it, it would have had to have been Pablo. If, 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 if it had been two all and Pablo comes on and does what he did, then uh, he wins the game for us. Um, I, I thought Ailing had a fantastic first half, um, but I have to side with, with Cookie and, and say Rafinha because he's got something about him. Okay. He's got a, that little thing that, like, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo has. I'm, I'm not comparing the, the two statistics or you anything like that. You are comparing him to Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm talking about the attitude. That's what you've just done. You've just compared it with Ronaldo. That, that attitude. Just the he's attitude. He's our Ronaldo. He's just got he's a special got, talent, hasn't he? He's got something about him that, that Pablo had. I mean, don't get me wrong, Pablo still got it a bit, but what Pablo had... Ten years ago, in his prime, that's that bit of magic, that vision. He's got this hunger. That's what he's got. I'm not talking about talent. I'm not talking Mm. about, you know, hard work or anything like that. I'm talking about this 
splinter in his brain that says, no, we're fucking winning. You're not fucking taking this off us. We're going to win. You know, I'm going to get that ball and I'm going to fucking score. You know, I'm going to put a hole in the net. That's what, that's what Rafinha's got. <laughs> and, and when you've got somebody with that much arrogance and self-belief and, and, and jinga or whatever, then you, you, you immediately feel like, oh my God, we're going we, we, we're to do this. We're going to do something. So do you think, yeah. Donny, that he's elevated himself to um, Roque Jr.'s level as being the best Brazilian? <laughs> player, Ooh, I'm not sure. Maybe Adrian. Maybe Adrian level at the moment. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I definitely heard Donny, and I'm going back to it, comparing to Ronaldo, and that's the end of it. Like, he's our Ronaldo, and that's fine. You're telling me you wouldn't co- compare Rocky Jr. to Ronaldo? What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, I, I, I must have been in a coma when he was playing for Leeds. God. You wish you were in a fucking coma when he was playing for Leeds. <laughs> wish he was in a he fucking like coma. He looked like he was in a coma. Was he not in a coma? Was that not in a coma? Um, okay, so uh, now so I would ask uh, uh, your favourite moment, your magic moment from the... I'll probably go with the, the move for Rodrigo's goal, to be honest. I think that was a great move because Rodrigo started it in the centre, tied the ball out to Harrison. First tackle on the half volley, cross. So that's all Harrison needs to do now is just half volley every cross and they will go to his man. But what a header by Rodrigo that was, by the way, because that's, that's found the bottom corner from very far out. He's past the penalty spot. And I think that was just a great move, great build-up, great cross and a great header. And for me, that was that was it for me because it was just a great, great goal. I think, I think it's really hard to have any magic moment other than Jackie's 30-yard drive just to cap off that I am fucking back. Mm. I have not lost my confidence. I'm going to be better at coming games. That 30-yard <laughs> drive is... I mean, I'm not sure it's better than the goal against Liverpool just for the skill of taking, taking on their defence, but what, what a hit. Absolute magic goal. One of the best goals I've seen for Leeds in some time. So, yeah, I'm going with Jackie Harrison's 30-yard pile driver. So, I, I don't think there's a singular moment. I think the last 10 minutes when we just absolutely had five, six, seven players still chasing and still going for it just made you proud that this team is just a phenomenal team. And, uh, and I don't think you can pin a moment for me. I think you look and you go... Yeah, we fucking got this. And uh, and I, I'd, I'd said to my friend, like, there's, we need another goal because there's always a mistake in Leeds mm. and it's then 3-3 or whatever. Uh, and the way they just went, you know, up and up, oh, yeah. So for me, the last 10 minutes, can I do that? Oh, I've done that anyway. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? I mean, just as, yeah, you were, I'm going with it. as you were talking about that, it reminded me, where when I was watching, like just before we scored that um, third goal, the commentator had said, "Oh, Newcastle would be happy now if if Leeds just played the ball around and and kept possession. So it was uh, they'd be happy with the two all. And of course, we never play the ball around without intent. But it, it's very it's very hard to top that Jack Harrison screamer into the top bin. But uh, as you say, as you say, Wiggy." that moment when Pablo gets the ball and it's the, I don't know, 88th minute? No, 85th minute, I guess. Yeah. And um, and just before he slots Alioski in and you just see that we've got, what, 
six players, five or six players, or however number it was, still going for it. You know, the game's already won, and we, and and that just made me feel so fucking proud of of this team, and and so proud of that performance because it was, it was a really despondent place at the end of the West Ham game. I, I would like going into tonight. I was worried because mm. I think if we'd have lost tonight, mm. we've got come on Sunday and. And Burnley, who can turn up and give you and, and flip you a result? And mm. you lose tonight, and suddenly you've got real pressure on to beat Scum. And if you don't beat Scum, you, you've got real... Do you know what I mean? We're really dragged into it then. Yeah. We've got three points tonight. We needed and it. for me, yeah, we totally needed it. And for me, the, the main thing about this, uh, this season is survival. And I know that our fans love to get carried away and we're suddenly going for Europe. And it, that's bullshit, isn't it? We need to survive, but <laughs> we need to hopefully do it with a bit of room between us so that we can enjoy it. Mm. Because pre-season, I, and, and, and I still am like, I'm all about enjoying the games that, you know, against the good teams. Like, let's enjoy the Man City's and all that. Against shit like Newcastle, you've just got to win because they are shy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Can I tell you what made me really, really happy? But that was Bielsa's 114th game taking him beyond any other club he's managed. And that he could have had his first ever time at Leeds losing three games in a row and it still hadn't happened. And it was in his 114th game that they've turned that on for him. I just felt like a lot of them did that tonight for Bielsa. I was really happy for him and I loved that before the game he was asked like, why, why, why have you stayed at Leeds longer than anywhere else? He was like, I'm comfortable and they accept me. I was like, I fucking, we don't accept you, mate. I fucking love you. Yeah. I, I honestly think it's because of the Sainsbury's <laughs> in Weatherby. We and he love loves you. the Sainsbury's in Weatherby and the Costa. So he's like, fuck this, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> I love them shops. And I'll go back home myself. Just such a romantic, <laughs> yeah, such a romantic story with him, isn't it? Like, you just want it to, because you know he's not going to be here for much longer, realistically. You know, we might get another season out of him if he's that happy, but it's just just great to see him almost, obviously not fully enjoying it, but almost enjoying his time. Um, I just I just love him. <laughs> I feel like every time every time we play, we've got so much on the line because of his philosophy. It's like that fuck this money-driven um idea, industry of football where a, a result is the only thing that matters. Football is for the fans and the poor people and we've got to, we're obliged to give a performance and football should be beautiful. And so it's always this kind of, the the battle of philosophy with beautiful football against kind of shithousing your way to some kind of result, which is what half of the English, all of the English managers and, and, and all of the, half of the pundits suggest that we do. And that's why there's so much on the line. And that's why it's so beautiful when it pays off because you just thought when that goal from Clark goes in, you just think, oh, fucking hell, here we go again. You know, the, yeah. bad, the, the bad guys are going to win. Here comes fucking Darth Vader shithousing his way to a victory that he doesn't deserve. And there's Luke Skywalker killed again. I love that you said that, Donix. When you think of that typical fucking English manager that plays in that way, three games away now, West yeah. Brom, Sam <laughs> fucking Allardyce. Yeah. I hope Bielsa rips him a new fucking arsehole. I thought you were talking about Sean Dyche. No, that's two games away, isn't it? Yeah, or is it the other way around? Yeah. Ways, sounds a bit games, like Darth yeah. Vader as well. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I, I'm just with you. The guy is a bloody god and... 
we all love him. No one wants him to go. And the longer he's here, the better. So if Sainsbury's are listening, could you keep the good deals on, please, in Weatherby? <laughs> yeah. I genuinely yeah. think... I genuinely think he will be as hard to replace with what he's done to this club as Alex Ferguson was at Man United. I think it will be that hard to get someone else who can live up to what he's turned this club into, the city, into the community, into that he's led all of that. And I think it's going to be so hard to live up to. You should have used Don Revy as the example, to be honest, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just in recent times, fucking hell. I thought you were going to say Revy, to be fair, mate. <laughs> yeah. Why is he going with this? And then he just goes to the... I just point out, we still one, we still one stuff post Revy. And whilst oh, Alex Ferguson's God. a cunt, he was still hard to replace. So, oh, God. That's not a bad segue, then. Um seeing as though we're, we're so close to it. Are we more optimistic now going into Sunday against yeah. the Scum? I'm, I'm a lot more optimistic going into that. And even if we lose against Scum on um, on Sunday, I, I think it's not the end Of course we want to win, but that win tonight and the good performance takes the pressure off. And I think I think a lot of the players who need to prove a point, prove a point again tonight. And that'll do them the world of confidence. Um, so yeah, I just think we'll just keep, build on that, keep, keep keep progressing, and if we can smash scum, even fucking better. I think it'll be a difficult game. I do because of the pace they've got up front and where we struggle defensively with teams with a lot of pace. But am I more more, more optimistic after that game? I mean, you have to be considering the few games that went before it. We actually transitioned well tonight. We looked good on the counter. We played some really good passing and some really good moves in the last third eventually. So I think you've got to be more optimistic because Man United are not the strongest team defensively and Harry Maguire is just a fucking waste of space fridge, isn't he? So I think we've got to have more optimism. <laughs> It'll be tough, but I've got, I'm more optimistic. Bielsa tonight did what he always does. He named the same team after a crap performance. Mm. He's done that numerous times where he's like, I believe in these players and he will have, he'll have had that pep talk and he'll have said like, I'm playing you again, um, you were shit last week, saw it out and they have done. I am absolutely optimistic for Sunday based on two things. One, tonight's performance and two, that Ollie's still at the fucking wheel. So I am fine with it because oh, he's dog shite, isn't he? Like, he's dog <laughs> So he wanted to pay £30 million for that long, what's it called? Long, Neville Longbottom or whatever he's called that plays for fucking Newcastle. Longstaff, that guy. What's wanted to pay £30 million quid for him. That's how fucking stupid Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is. <laughs> Neville Longbottom is a Leeds fan. You don't bring him oh, in. No, no, he's cool, but Ole <laughs> probably sign him as well. <laughs> Johnny, you, you must be excited for Sunday now, no? Yeah. Big up Matthew Lewis. Um, yes, I I am uh, trying to not get my hopes up to be honest because they are they have some very very good players and there are two issues that that we that I've seen so far this season. One is that we we can tend to concede goals without much input from the other team. Maybe is won't won't keep going because maybe other teams can't keep up that efficiency against us. You could call that luck or whatever you want. Um, but the the other thing is, uh, which worries me more, is that teams there are certain teams who lift um, when they play us and they put in their performance of the season almost. And I think that's what you saw with Chelsea and um, and Crystal Palace and to a certain extent West Ham. So I know 
that if scum play the way that they can, that I mean, we will probably lose. In my in my opinion, however, sorry, sorry, they, that's sorry, maybe two out of ten. That's maybe two out of ten games, and I think those eight out of ten games, we've we've definitely got a chance. And and if we play well, if we play to our best ability, if we're fucking a bit more clinical in front of goal, and we still have twenty five shots, we will win. We will beat them. It's just hard to judge, isn't it? Do you get the Man United that turn up and play with decent pace on the counter, or do you get the team that turned up and played Tottenham and put out like 0.10 xg and didn't even fucking bother trying? Yeah. I mean, surely they can't do that against us. First of all, we allow teams to attack us, so they're more likely to have more chances. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I can't see them. It's a big derby, and I know people will say it's. A long time ago, most scummy Man United plastic fans these days won't even remember there is a rivalry, but this is an old-school, proper War of the Roses, you know, game, and I, I think both teams will be up for it. What is? What are the odds of Calvin Phillips getting sent off? <laughs> or scoring? He'll be one or the other. <laughs> so, so I, we need to get someone like James Corden, or, you know, the Gavin and Stacey... Um, like he did it for comic relief with the England players, like to G him up. It was a sketch cat. Can't remember <laughs> but we need someone like that to go tell the Leeds players how important this weekend is. Like, I think they know. I mean, Calvin definitely knows, and Liam's a long, you know, an all-life Leeds fan, so I think they're all right. So Calvin can be our James Corden this week, pin them up against the wall and tell them how important this is. This is our biggest game for me in 17 years, I actually... Yeah, it's, it's on so Sky, important. isn't it? It is on Sky, yeah. isn't it? I want to see yeah. Calvin Phillips run to the side and get revenge for Alfinger Haaland and two-footed Roy Keane in the fucking ribs. <laughs> 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 what I want to see. If he's going to get a red, that's what it's for. Yes, Cookie. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm okay that we absolutely will play with passion as long as they understand how important it is. So important. Yeah, just, I'm sure it is for all of you. Just keep the uh, pep talk away from Alioski. I think he's fucking tired <laughs> enough. Oh, Mike, could you imagine with his bloody donkey noises and <laughs> everything else he's got going on? That guy should not be giving any pep talk. I mean, guys, we could have a full stadium back in for the reverse fixture at Elland Road in April. It's April, isn't it? Or is it May? Can you imagine uh, what that's going to be like? That'd be lovely. I think that. a few more people need to, need to uh, change their minds about vaccines, though. Before that can oh, happen. No, just don't let the stupid cunts in. Let all of us go that I've got a vaccine. That'll be right. The minute I can have my car, my arm out of that car window, I'm there. Jab me up, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's wrap this up then. Final thoughts. Uh, Sam? Um, yeah, very, very happy with tonight. I think, uh, yeah, I think, like we said, I already said, you know, we, we, we needed that. And I think a lot of the players who put in a good performance tonight needed that you know Jack Harrison he's, he's been off for a couple of weeks now um, you know the other, other players I think even, even Alioski to be fair I think I think them them coming in with some good performances um, yeah that's that's a really good positive for us um, takes us confidently into, into the scum game which I think yeah like we said it will be hard but we'll be confident and uh, it's something to build on um, and yeah we can send them fucking Jordies back up there with their ugly fucking players and let's look at our beautiful bastards again on Sunday. Um, but no, I'm, 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 I'm over the moon with that and uh, not going to get carried away because it's, it's going to be hard on Sunday. But yeah, there are a lot of the players will, will be confident after that.
Wiggy? Uh, like I, I think what Sam said is absolutely right. Um, we were delightful tonight. It was hairy for a bit, but once we uh, once we got into third, fourth, fifth gear, we were absolutely all over them. Uh, I think as we go into the weekend, let's not get too confident, but we're going to win them 5-0. We're going to win the league. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The end. Okay. Here comes the more pessimistic view. <laughs> I mean... I I honestly I'm, I'm buzzing after tonight, but I think just to bring us back down to earth a little bit, first half we weren't brilliant, we caused ourselves some problems and we need to come out of the blocks a little bit faster against a team like Man United, in my opinion. Um, but I am absolutely buzzing for the whole team. Great to see Bamford continuing his, his great form, you know, and just leading that line so well. Rafinha looking absolutely class alongside Rodrigo and some of the other players, you know, just building their confidence. I think I still feel confident and safe that we're we're too good to get relegated. Um, so I'm glad that we're nine points clear of that zone. Um, but it'll still be a tough season. We'll still get some tonkins. We'll still tonk some teams. That's what it's going to be like playing this open football. But I'm, I'm buzzing, mate. Fucking fantastic. And just drink it in because you don't see you don't see five goals scored too many times. I remember Besiktas. That was fucking beautiful a long long time ago it, like it's just good to watch isn't it like yes, it's just exciting yeah. Third yeah. seven, yeah third seven goal thriller this season going into an era of one nils with sam allardyce like could you imagine that's what we're gonna get yeah i felt so sorry for newcastle fans because you know we had mickey on on the pod and he's a nice guy but he was just at the end of his rope with it all you know and I, and I can totally understand it. Having to watch that football every week, fuck me. Um, he's, not, he's the most uninspiring manager, Steve Bruce, and he doesn't inspire a single fucking person. No. It <laughs> inspires a few people to go on a diet, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not like football anymore. <laughs> and, uh, and as you say that, he's inspired me tonight to start my diet tomorrow, not in January. So all these <laughs> in the world. <laughs> okay. That's your uh, match review. So um, fucking lovely that. And can we have a bit more of that, please? Five goals every every week. Thank you very much. And tighten up a bit more at the back. We definitely needed to beat those those uh, those cunts um, because because they were shit, weren't they? Okay. So uh, it's a very goodbye from me, um, and it's a very goodbye from Sam. Tatty bye. Come on, leads. And a very goodbye from Cookie. Goodbye. And a very goodbye from Wiggy. Adios. Bring on the scum. Come on, Leeds. Come on, Leeds. <laughs> Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games to play, don't care what's on your mind.